Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Cool, can go to trap, sons and traps. Trap, sons and trap, don't sons and trap. Hey, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. I got the dream team. I got CB Gold coming in. Yes, uh, as well as my man Ween Dog waiting for Shang Tsung. So. Uh, we also got Drakkar Close coming in. It's going to be a great show. I want to thank our sponsors, Speedweed. Listen, marijuana is legal in California, so get it delivered right to you. Uh, go to speedweed.com. Go to at speedweed, speedweed.com. It's amazing. You're going to love it. Trust me on this one. Uh, so let's talk about, uh, man, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, first in the comedy world, and then in the fighting world, then in just in life in general. Uh, but I guess, I guess let's get to it. First of all, um, as a comic... Obviously, what's going on with the, the whole Chris D'Elia situation. Um, people have been asking me about it. They're like, did you know? Did you know? Look, I always knew that he was uh, shady amongst women, okay? Uh, he would ghost a lot of girls. He would not call them back. I knew he had sex with the, this girl that I knew that, like, was actually a really pretty girl. And then afterwards, she was like, I had a great time, blah, 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 blah. And he just wrote back word. I heard he was, I heard he was a dick to girls. I had no idea he was into underage girls. Uh, that's that's the thing. And you know, look, being a dick to women is not my thing. It's not uh, it's not moral, but it's not illegal. And for some reason, also a lot of times, guys who are dicks get girls. That seems to women that's their forte. There's a whole like books called like the game or this or that. So it's not something that I've ever been into. Um, is is she in the living room? Can I go in there? Violet. Yeah, if you could leave, that'd be great. Just, uh, my wife's in the room. This is making it. Uh, anyway, so um, <laughs> yeah, I've never really been like into just being a, a, a dick to women. I mean, maybe to actually my, you know, I probably could have gotten more girls, uh, and if I was a little bit play it cool. But I was always like, you know what, be myself, take it or leave it. And uh, sometimes I've, I've talked my way out of a lot of women because uh, I was I was I was too much myself. All right, but there are certain guys out there that like look, they know how to play the game, they know how to act too cool for school, it's a numbers game, and I think the Lee was one of them. Now, that being said, targeting 17, 16, 15-year-old girls, I mean, look, that's ridiculous. If it's true, no, that's all allegations. Oh. But it does seem like it doesn't look good. When you have all these girls posting screenshots of him asking them to get naked and some – some were 16 or, hey, well, we want to meet up. I mean, if you're going after a 16, what are you doing? What are you doing? Was like, there any, like, rumors in the comedy world of, like, that he likes younger girls? Because there's all these videos resurfacing of, like, Theo Vaughn's podcast, Brendan's podcast, where they're talking about how Chris's fan base is a lot of young girls and that he likes younger girls. I, I mean, no, I, I don't know Chris that well. I knew him when he was first starting out. He kind of – he passed me in the comedy world. He kind of – he had like a lot of advantages. He sort of did a lot of cheat codes, and but it worked for him. He was doing very well on stage, and he had his whole thing. 
I, I think he was basically running a cult as well. If you look at screenshot, he had a thing he, of his fans, he called them babies. And they lived in a log cabin, like a virtual log cabin. And even afterwards, they were like, I'm still gonna be in the log cabin and, and I'm still gonna be a baby for life. And I'm just like, what? this is fucking strange. To me, it's strange. I, I don't wanna call MMA Roasted fans babies. And, uh, and you know what, if, if I get caught DMing 15 year old girls, leave me. Okay, fucking, I don't want you sticking up for me. Okay, that's, I understand. It's just not, come on, dude. Like, what are you doing? So what, what, do you th what do you think is his plan from now on? Do you think he just lays low for a while or what? I think he has, I th well, number one, I think he needs serious help. I mean, he has, because even the girls that were as of, of age, he said he had some daddy-daughter fetish. I was reading the things. Uh, Allegedly, yeah. he was making them call him daddy. He was talking to them in like baby voices. He's, he was saying, oh, that it would be so hot if you were 15. He was, Adam. yes. I've seen him at the Laugh Factory with girls who have an unbiblical cord still attached at their stomach. I've seen him with girls that smell like infamil and and like candy. So all of this, oh, we don't know. We allegedly, uh, stop. And I, he's a cool dude. When I've been around him, he's cool. But I'm telling you, that's always been his thing. I've done shows with him. I'm telling you for a fact. Well, why didn't you, well, if you saw him with a girl that was 11, why wouldn't you say, hey, dude. Not 11, goddamn, <laughs> if I saw him with somebody 11, I'm like, if you saw him with a, like, you see him with, at the preschool, if you see him at the preschool. You just, said, you just said umbilical cords, look. I know, I know, I'm, I'm fucking, but I did say, I said, I was like, wow, man, so uh, when does her, I said, when's her period start? And he no. thought it was, he thought it was a joke. I was like, no, for real, when's her, when's her, when's her period start? The last time I saw him, literally, he was like, hey, how's it going? I heard you had a baby daughter. I'm like, oh, thanks. I'm like, now I'm wondering how the fuck you heard that. Was he on, is he, he am, was I, <laughs> am I on some list or something? Like, look, uh, look, I don't want to make any jokes. I think it's too premature, uh, but here's it. I'm just kidding. You no, think it's too premature? That one right over my saying, head. I'm just saying that, like, I want to hear his side of what happened at the prom. You know, okay, what um, about Jeff Ross? What about Brad no, Williams? No, no, it's read, first of all, okay, but back to I, have, I got more Delia jokes. What about okay, Brian? So he, says, he says he's going to do community service, which is having people watch Brendan Schaub's comedy CD. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just listen, it's fucking it's horrible. Uh, it's awful. If it's true, he deserves to get blackballed. You can't fuck 15 year old girls, okay? You can't, you can't target them 16 and 17, and people are like, well, it's legal, it's still creepy. Even if it's legal, it's creepy. Uh, was he know, trying to tell creepy. Was he what? trying to, which what? One? Oh, was he trying to tell us on Workaholics something when he played a child molester on there? I think, I, I think that the show you was a documentary about him. I don't think that was. That was obviously like. His appearance on you, his character is like it was supposed to be mirrored like after it's like real life sort of because he's a comedian in the show, he gets girls, all this stuff, and then. He's like a child molester in that show. And then just everything in that show relates to the current events like identically, dude. It's like a crazy parallel universe. And then Jeff Ross, look, I don't want to throw the guy under the ice cream truck, but it's just saying, look, so some girl, what happened with him is some girl came out saying that when she was 15 years old, uh, they had a relationship and he was 33 and they were sleeping together for three years. And she's, and she's saying, listen, you know, it wasn't like that she was into it too, but back then, but now it's fucked her up. And, yeah, of course, dude. Like, you have to be an adult. You, you, you can't uh, – Jeff Ross has to be an adult. And if, he, if he's been carrying that around for 30, for 20 years, I mean, 
I don't know. He needs to be, there needs to be justice to that also. It's just, yeah, it's but not, it's not going to be. It's not going to be. They're going to all get off. Uh, Chris is still going to get booking. So is Jeff Ross. You think celebrities. So? Yeah, but when it comes to kids, bro, like. No, it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Woody Allen is not in jail for anything. And Woody Allen was fucking a. His daughter. Very, his daughter. And his stuff still stayed on the shelves. They didn't yank his shit. But Bill Cosby shit got yanked like that. So I get it. Nah, man. Jeff Ross is gonna get away with it. Oh, oh, I, I'm like R. Kelly. I don't know. I just see. I don't. It's just R. Kelly. It, it, R. Kelly peeing on chicks and doing all that wild shit. It, R. Kelly, if he would have shut the fuck up and just went low with his money, he might have got not got as much backlash and jokes. But I'm telling you right now, these comics, all of them that are getting the heat, I'm not surprised. Well, people know. are texting me a lot about like, hey. Allegedly, this person's next. This person's next. It seems like it's going to be a lot bigger than what it yeah, is. Yeah, but you're the you're the reason you had the room in, in, in Westwood, and you're the one that you know. Yeah, there's a Whitney. there's a video that came out now of Whitney Cummings. So Whitney Cummings, who's you know very pro women and pro this, and she didn't say anything for three days, and it was pissing people off because look, you can't be, you know, this person's me too, that person. I mean, you should be doing that, but then when it's your friend, you can't look the other way. That's, and so finally she came out three days later and said, listen, um, you know, I'm deeply disturbed about what happened. You can't prey on your fans. But it was a little bit of, like, she didn't mention the word underage, which was, to me, that was like not, Whitney, listen, we got to call a spade a spade. You, you have to say what's going on right now. It wasn't that he was just fucking his fans. Okay, fucking your fans is one thing. That's not, that's, that's not a crime. But, fucking your fans' children. Yeah targeting so let's so then, but then the next day she said happy father's day to everybody unless you're a creep but at the same time it did it still didn't like i get it but it's but it was crazy because whitney was actually trying to like the, the her her fans and her people in the podcast community they weren't letting people get away with it like she was posting like hey just did a great podcast with whoever whatever and the next comment was like and then chris Delia showed up and raped the 15 year old and then it was just like thousands of these things Fucking, so anyway, uh, yeah, so there's a video of her, of the fighter and the kid, of Brendan Chaub and Brian Callen. Callen, who I, I like a lot too, but. And, and I get mentioned in it. I get mentioned because. Oh, they, they blamed you, by the way. They said they, they if saying, it wasn't for Adam Hunter, Brian Callen wouldn't have pulled his dick out in Whitney Houston's That's car. not what happened. They, go, when, when he said, they said it was you. No, they, no, when, he, when he said, yeah, we, we, did, we did Adam Hunter's comedy room in Westwood Brewing Company showing you that I gave everyone their fucking shots. Not everybody, a lot of people who never returned the favor, but it's not about me right now. <laughs> no, it's terrible, but I mean, you know what? From my perspective, the fucking world is terrible. Am I, a, am I a surprised about Chris D'Elia? Fuck no. And it kills me people are like, oh, I can't believe that. Am I surprised Callen said that? He was joking, obviously, but- Callen, you mean Diaz? Where's Whitney coming? Where's Whitney coming? Why did she just say, yo, I'm standing for women. Don't pull your dick out. That's not cool. So what is it? But when yeah, it's right, right because she was in it because right when that was and you and Whitney could say, well, I've evolved over ten years and, and I wouldn't accept that behavior today. That's what she should she should have said. And 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 if that clip comes out and goes viral, because listen, I'm not benefiting. People are like, oh, you should be benefiting. I'm not getting any more fucking spots because of this. Okay, I'm not whatever. All I'm saying is, look, be a good fucking person. Don't fuck fifteen year olds. All right. Don't target sixteen year olds. Don't fuck seventeen year olds. All right. 
Don't even fuck eight. Who the fuck want? Have you hung out with a teenager? I can't even fucking be around the fucking. But I, don't. I, I I have, and I'm telling you, I'm not don't, hung out with. Yeah, you're telling. You know, I got, I, I got don't two, make people people, don't make people blow you in exchange for fucking stage time, okay? If if that's what happened, and I, I'm not. And oh, I'm wait not, a minute. Yeah. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up right there. Hold up. If no. you're a grown woman and she wants to get a few jokes off on the stage, I, I, who am I to stop her from living her dream? Dude, I've hooked if up there's mutual comics. consent. I've hooked up with a couple comics before and I've actually went out of my way to not fucking use them as sex objects. I'm like, we're in a hotel room. They're opening for me and they jump in the bed. And, and I'm like, all right, we're here. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? But that's probably the way to fucking get laid. Not being like, fucking blow me and you could do six minutes at the fucking dime bar. You know, it's just, I've had people blow me to not do spots at the fucking dime bar. <laughs> There's women that have actively said that. Like, yeah, I, just, I was trying to avoid spots at the dime, so I gave him a header. I don't know, man. Uh -huh. I mean, there's something I've said about like, look, everybody evolves as a person and who, look, I'm not, I'm no fucking angel. I, I'm, I'm no angel, all right? But, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, come on, man. Like, there's shit that just like, like there's got there's a fucking line and it just seems like it seems like now it's coming out the comics allegedly are fucking drunk girls that are passed out it's like what are you fucking doing there's like, grown women that are actively ready to go they're, they're, and why are you going after young girls or drunk girls there's uh, awake women that you can have sex with at comedy clubs that'll come to shows anyway yeah uh, by the way shout out to the, the girl uh, crystal and in, in, in denver <laughs> All right, let's must talk. Stay at the improv, fantastic. All right, let's talk about the fights since uh, that seems to be. All right, uh, we got. I got that. I got that. Edited out. It's going to be only about the fight. We're going to talk about the fights. Really? I, I'm not editing this out. What, what do you think, Joe? Should we edit this out so far? No, this is what people want to hear right now, dude. They want to hear everybody's opinion on Crystalia. You don't like want that. to hear about Crystalia's finger banging twelve year old. Do we? Do we? For the record, uh, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about some fights. All right, so uh, you watched the fights over the weekend, Shane? I watched some of them. I I was I was doing some uh, watching some old fi older fights. That Got I it. That, well, that's really good for a podcast. Talk about older fights. <laughs> no, no, I, was, I, I watched some of them. I watched. Talk about Sunny Liston Ali. Ali. Um, so I'm watching uh, Jorge. I just I'm a fan now. on the undercard. All right, so let's talk about Lauren Murphy versus Roxanne Modafari. That one, I was Hell super yeah. happy. First of all, I like both those people. Um, I was happy for Lauren. I put a tweet out, right? Lauren Murphy was a heroin addict, okay, that was out of control, got sober, went to a jujitsu class with her son, uh, and then uh, now seven years later is ranked number seven in the world, right? Which just goes to show you, kids, do drugs. Heroin right? works. Heroin so, definitely works. Right, so that got like everyone liking it, and people were like, that's fucked up, dude. That's the yeah, other. Like, meanwhile, Laura Murphy laughed at the joke. Like, I've said it to her on stage, right? Laura so, Murphy has never turned down any of your jokes that people freak out about. She, she comes to my. So now I got a. People were like, I went to high school with her, and we, I was there during that time. I'm like, dude, can we stop fucking. Can we please stop getting offended on behalf of the person? You know what, Adam, I'm, I'm offended. I am. <laughs> I, I am so hurt. That you said that, and I'm, you know what? I'm calling Crystal Lee up, and we're gonna go out. <laughs> so now I had to call Lauren Murphy after the fight. I'm like, "Hey, Lauren, congrats on the win. You don't care about this joke, right?" <laughs> and she's like, "No, I fucking love that joke, Adam." And she's like, "That's I'm so happy right now. I'm like smile." And now, like, 
like it's what's going on can we are we do we have to get permission now before that we make fun of the person and stop yes. and quit, if i make fun of somebody so quit tagging them like a little fuck bitch oh uh, it's the most annoying it's oh, and then they they need they written consent. next time they see you they might not say anything but they go fucking subtweet oh i hate that i hate when people tag the person i'm like dude tito ortiz doesn't like me i mean he likes me i'm friends with him he doesn't need to see the joke you don't have to tag him and going that's fucked up you make fun of and then they tag the person and then uh, they write smiley face so now they like think or, that, yeah or they tag they message you back and they're like well what are you too afraid to tag them and it's like no we're just no, like it's, it's a joke i i made a joke about tito then i saw him and was talking to him he says yeah that, yeah you're funny he doesn't like i don't think people take it as seriously as the, uh, the the person that you're joking about doesn't take it as seriously as everybody else. And Adam, you get heat though. <laughs> I mean, motherfuckers be mad. Like, like, hey man, what the fuck's this supposed to mean? It's like, he don't care. He don't care. No, the, the fighters sometimes usually ask me to make fun of them. I've had, yeah. I've had fucking Tyson Nam every time. It's like, when are you gonna make a joke about me? Now I gotta research this guy's fucking life. All right. Yeah. Adam, I, I, gotta, I gotta tell you the, that story you told a while back when Randleman said Rose to me, and then you said Rose somebody. I was like, all right, call it off, call it. Still, like, dude, having uh, Kevin Randleman call me up yelling out "tap, tap" over the phone <laughs> was like, it's the, it's that's the best. Come on, I, that's the best. I was laughing, so I was, I, I love the Randleman. I love his wife. Good people. Uh, and then I, it was funny. I did a, a Zoom show Friday. I had Joanne Calderwood came on, and she was like mute. And she's like talking, but you can't. I'm like, don't worry, that that's like her real voice, because she's actually so. She's she's funny, but all right, Tisha Torres, how fucking good did she look? Surprisingly, it, it looked like she took like twelve Adderalls before that. And just, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, a little skittish. She was a little skittish. Oh my god! But but you still got to give her props. No, she did fucking great, man. I was so happy for her. Now Curtis Blades, this dude. It's going to be, man, is he going to be that guy that beats everybody except for the top two guys? You know how there's always those yes. fighters that yes. get, they get to that, they just get to number three, um, like a Rumble. John like Rumble. Rumble. Oh, I, I hate to put it this way, but I think Curtis Blades is going to be the new Tyron Woodley. But Woodley was the champ. Yes, and Woodley well, defended, it, defended it, so you can't say Woodley. I mean, well, only in the terms of like uh, Blades over the weekend was like, people don't like my performance. They're mad at me for wrestling. I'm going to play the heel now. I'm going to work my way back up. I can see Blades getting the title, but I don't see him as like holding it for a long period. Well, who do you see him beating, right? Like, okay, so let's say, because I, I agree, he's got like, it's almost, he's good at everything. He's not he really. His wrestling, his wrestling is, is tight, but he, he showed me he had hands, man. He got he hands. Hands. and nasty. But at the same time, like, is he going to beat Stipe? Can you see him beating Stipe? Can you see him beating Cormier? Yes. And, I and think that, yeah, I think him and Cormier would be a good fight. I think Cormier on his way out would be a good fight for Blades to move up. I mean, he, he lost Engano twice already. And got, I mean, I that so, might be his kryptonite. Yeah, Everybody's I mean, got their kryptonite, so you can't say that. But I think that if he fought Cormier, I think he could beat Cormier. He if he Stipe, if they stand up, I think Stipe's boxing is, is, is tighter. And Stipe can wrestle. So I, I, I think he'd have a problem more with Stipe than he would with Cormier. Because also, length, if you look at his length, the way he throws punches, if you look at his length. Yeah, but where does he beat Cormier? I mean, he doesn't beat Cormier in wrestling. Uh, on, on the feet. 
on the feet or it, depending on the wrestling or how it ends up on the ground with aggression because Curtis doesn't stop. We've seen Cormier tire in a three-round fight with Anderson Silva. Yeah, but that was different. He took that fight on like a week notice or Silva did. Right, that was short notice. No, he was getting ready for John Jones. Right, but that was a weird, like, then it was like, also, he thought he was, the fight was off. I think, I think Curtis has more aggression. And he's more, he pushes forward more, he's more aggressive, and hands-wise, hands-wise, that distance. Cormier, if, he, if he, Cormier doesn't get in or get under that and start wrestling, he can get peppered up. Uh, I, I agree that Cormier is going to be like 42 years old pretty soon or something. Yeah, you know, and, why, and yeah, he's fighting, and then in a minute he's going to get ARP. So the, what? Weird, the weird thing is, is the ones we just mentioned are the only ones really available at heavyweight that are above blades right now. Nobody, everybody else he beat, he beat Dos Santos, he beat Overeem. Yeah. You know, Blades is kind of stuck in limbo right now until Stipe. That's what I'm saying. I, well, I mean, look, whoever wins that Cormier-Stipe fight, the other guy's going to retire, I have a feeling, uh, the loser. Uh, unless Stipe might not retire, but Cormier will either way. Um, I think if he but wins what, that, what else? What, is, what else does Cormier need to prove? That's the thing I don't understand. It's like, dude, you've held. He wants Jones. Uh, other than Jones. Other than Jones. Jones that, might that, be his kryptonite. I don't think he wants Jones, though. I mean, I think he pretty no. much conceded to Jones. That Jones is, is going to beat him. No, but Jones wants fucking Tyson now and, like, all this ridiculous shit. He like, wants Mike Tyson? You haven't seen that in the last, like, three days? John Jones says, says since I'm not getting the Engano money, I'm leaving the UFC and petitioning for a fight with Mike Tyson. Come on. I uh, swear man, to God. You fight a 55-year-old Tyson? Yeah, but have you heard that Tyson versus Vanderlei Silva in bare knuckle boxing? Yeah, but that's more even. Well, I mean, in boxing, no, it's not even. Be told it's close. But for, no, first of all, Tyson beats John Jones in boxing. Yes, even now. Uh, yeah. Uh, but in in MMA, John Jones all day. I mean, it's not even. But he's saying I don't think it wouldn't be MMA. It would be. It like would be MMA. So John Jones gonna box Mike Tyson. I and mean, who's gonna pay for who's gonna pay for who's gonna pay for that? Me. I would. Yeah, me too. All right. So we got for car we got for car close right here. Drop. This dude right here. Uh awesome, awesome fighter, just a beast. I think a guy that could be the champion soon. He's right there. He's right He's there. Also still connecting the audio, so I don't know if he hears us yet. I think he could hear he hear me? He can hear me. I don't know if he could actually. Can't hear you. Can't, oh, he yeah. can't hear me. All right. Uh, so yeah, and we got. We also got to talk about this week. Uh, Dustin Poirier versus uh, Dan Hooker. Great uh, fight. Uh, That's a great fight. But I know I already got my. I already got my pick. And even though I, I like one, I like them both. I gotta. I gotta go with. I don't know, Poirier. Poirier. All right. Oh, I, thought, yeah. I thought Shang was gonna call up the Hooker for the. Evening. Let's talk to Drakkar for a sec. Drakkar, how are you, man? What up, what up? I just figured how to get this thing to work. <laughs> oh, man, good to see you. looking at you going, man, what you doing? Yeah, what, what, I, know, I was like clowning me. <laughs> nah, man, you look good. You look, you look like you've been staying in shape. Oh, uh, no, I've been eating everything. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> oh, there's, there's your beautiful girlfriend, Courtney Casey. How are you? Good, how are you, Adam? Good, 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 good. Uh, also, I could tell she's, and then there's some other person behind you. I don't know who that person is. Some weird stuff. Uh, Cooper. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I was gonna say you got some kind of weird stalker. Um, how are you doing, man? What's going on? That's your baby. Oh my god, cutest kid ever. He's already too big for team alpha male. Definitely <laughs> team. <laughs> so I was reading about you, man. So you grew up with with five brothers and sisters. Uh, yeah. There's uh seven of us total. Wow, wow. Now was it like was it rough? Was there lots of fighting going on and wrestling? 
Oh man, I've I've been stabbed a couple times, uh, sticks over the head. Um, <laughs> dude, it it was wild. It was wild growing wow, up. That was that. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> Wait, you got stabbed by your brothers? Yeah, I, I, they, cu they cut me pretty good. The hands, uh, my brother cracked me over the head with a stick. Um, dude, my oldest brother used to make me fight two of my other brothers, and they, they would have weapons, and uh, they would fuck me up. So. <laughs> were, you, were you guys in MS-13 or something? Like, I don't understand why. <laughs> yeah. It was just, just wild. Cheese, you got to beat your brother. Yeah. Now, now you were the uh, Michigan State champion in high school. Uh, yep. Wow. Two-time runner-up. Two-time runner-up. So you had, you had some great – and then where did you wrestle for in college? Oh, fuck. Who didn't I wrestle for? I went to five colleges. <laughs> what, what happened? You kept getting kicked off the team? No, nah, I just uh, – that was my time in life, dude, just partying. Um, you know, I kind of got burnt out with wrestling and just, um, you know, I would, you know, just party and get kicked off the team and then – get a scholarship to another school. Oh my God, you were that kid that like, as a coach, you're like, he's coming to our school, this is the year. And then like, season's in, you're like, what the fuck, right? <laughs> you, were, you were that guy, got it, got yep. it, got it. Well, I mean, you're, you're killing it uh, in, in MMA, man. I mean, I was looking at, your, at the guys you fought, you haven't had one easy fight. No. I mean, besides besides the my debut, I don't know. No, I, you I, didn't I, have I, fight. fight. Yeah, uh, uh, Rodriguez. You had, yeah, he was that uppercut. It was a wrap. That was an easy fight. Yeah, I'm looking, I mean, you fought Lando Venata, Mark Diacchisi. Uh, you fought Benil Darius. I mean, these are these are tough dudes. Like they Bobby Green. Bobby Green looked good this weekend. Hey, yeah, Bobby Green. Tough, tough dudes. I mean, they threw you in there, and and you know what's crazy is that you went up against the Gala guys that like they were trying to almost make you make stars out of the guys that you fought. That, like that guy, Mark Cheesy. before you fought him, he threw like a, a fireball at somebody. Like they were trying <laughs> to make him, and you ended that hype train quick. Uh, Lando Venata went toe-to-toe -to -toe against Ferguson. Um, I mean, th and they were trying to make him a star. Do you feel like they, they didn't believe in you or they just were like, saw you as a, a journeyman, a gatekeeper kind of thing, or and you just kept going um, wrong? Yeah, I do. I do believe that they, you know, they were just trying to feed me. Uh, they wanted these other guys to make a name off me, but I've been grinding for so long. Um, you know, David Mashad and Benson Henderson. You know, you know when you when you're in there with them, dude, you're gonna get better. And and uh, I was kind of I was kind of happy that they gave me these guys because, you know, I, I like staying under the radar. And uh, you know, once uh, I Got in there, I was able to, you know, showcase yeah, no. my talent. It was, it was awesome, and I, I, I've always thought you were a, a great fighter to watch. Your last fight, you, you, you had Benny hurt. Do you think you just kind of <laughs> got a little too excited? Yeah, I got way too excited. I was like, "Fuck, I haven't rocked somebody like this in years." <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now and then, were you like also like I, I've beat so many strikers that you kind of, you, you, you didn't take his hands as, as serious as you should have. Yeah, uh, be honest, like, you know, once I rocked him, I thought I was just going to be able to finish him off, and I kind of let my guard down, and it only takes one shot. You know, he hit me with the one. Like, uh, I really didn't feel like it, it It phased me, but it did, you know, and then, he, you know, that the one big shot. What, what sucked is, like, when he hit me, like, I wasn't knocked out. It just froze my body up, and I was like, in my head, I was like, fuck, I lost. <laughs> <laughs> but hey man look 
I mean, you have two losses in your whole career out of what, 13 fights, 14 fights. Yep. Uh, you're right there, man. I mean, I think you're two fights away from getting like a top five guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think that fight really hurt, hurt my stock. You know, um, you know, every, everyone's seen, I just, I got reckless with it. You know, if I, if I just keep my composure, you know, the, these next couple fights and fight, fight how I should, you know, uh, I could be uh, in that title shot. Who do you want next? Um, Eric Hernandez. Is that his name, Eric? Alex yeah. Hernandez? Alex. Alex Hernandez, yeah, yeah. How come? Um, he just came up a loss. Uh, we kind of fought the same people. Um, you know, he was ranked in the top, top 15, and I just, I just think that's a good matchup for me. You know, now, he's gonna, he's gonna come out hard in that first, and then he kind of dies off. Yeah, of course. Well, now, Courtney Casey, your, your girlfriend, she's beautiful. Uh, I dated a fighter one time. It was weird because uh, I wanted to have sex on the thing, and she wanted to keep it standing. Um, now, do you go through these things sometimes, where like, like you'll bust in her eye, and then you have to take a, a, a five-minute timeout? Is it, is it weird? Does she, does she call people out afterwards? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. No, no, I want to no, no, ask a question. You said you hadn't rocked anybody for a while. I watched. I, I sat and watched your fights, man. I literally systematically watched them. I see you rock a bunch of motherfuckers, like for a while. And you know what your go-to is? Now that I watched all of them, your uppercut. When you get in the clinch, you so cow. You you make you was cracking motherfuckers. Yeah. I don't know. It just, you know, this one, dude, I seen Michael Irvin there. I seen fucking Iron Man in the crowd. I was like, fuck, I'm about to put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you put on a show. I mean, dude, it was, I mean, holy shit. But let, I was like, fuck. But at the same time, sometimes like, like I remember Freddie Roach telling me, and, and I, I'm not trying to inspire you to ever get knocked out again, but he told me sometimes those guys that put you out are doing you a favor because those quick knockouts aren't the ones that do long-term damage. It's the five-round beatings you take over and over and over. And you've never really experienced that, you know? Like, you've never really been hurt in a fight, except for this one time you got hurt and got finished. But it wasn't like the five-round ground and pound that never you've seen people go out, you know? Yep. So. No, like, right after that knockout, dude, I was like, fuck, I feel good. Uh, they thought I had a concussion. I was like, dude, I'm good. Um, but... It is what it is. Hey, you're a it, it'll, it'll make you keep, like you said, that this will make you, you know, stay in the pocket and, and, you know, really be patient and not get too overexcited. So maybe sometimes you need that. So you go, I know not to get overexcited when I'm clocking somebody, when I'm, yeah. when I'm, I'm tagging somebody. So maybe it's a good thing, even though I don't see it as a bad thing. I see it as, as, as a good thing. Yeah. Because to me, I, to me, I feel like I'm still young in this game. Um, you know, I, I got in the UFC, I think I was 6-0 uh, or something like that. And, you know, all my fights have been in the UFC. And, you know, it kind of sucks with injuries. You know, I'll fight maybe twice a year. And it's like, fuck, I never can, you know, stay healthy long enough to string on some couple fights and, you know, just get it rolling. But, you know, I think, um, you know, this next – this upcoming year and, you know, the end of this year, I can get that going. No, dude, I honestly, like – you're one of those dudes. I'm like, this dude's gonna be champion. I, I believe you got the right because you don't you don't fuck around. You got a baby, you got a girl, you don't party, you got it all out of your system. 
okay? I saw a picture of you in college. You were wild, okay? There's all kinds of stuff. <laughs> there's like, there's groupies. I mean, this dude was a, ma a maniac, all right? But, but you're focused, man. I always see you training with your girl and, and you're a family man. So it's really cool to see. Yeah, man, I, I had to. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of blessed, you know, that happened. You know, I had a kid and, you know, I met Courtney because, dude, I was going down the wrong path. Um, fuck, there's no telling. If I, if, I didn't, if I didn't have a kid and, you know, meet Courtney, dude, I'd probably be locked up right now. Wow. Wow, that's good. I mean, that's what, good. What, what were some of the things you were doing? Because I know a lot of our, uh, our listeners are degenerates, so they could actually, like, listen to your story and actually be inspired. Man, man uh... Like, I'm not proud of the things I did, you know? Like, fucking, I've, I've robbed people. Fucking, I've done a lot of stupid shit in my life, you know? And, you know, I just, uh, I'm just, thank God, you know, I, I never got caught <laughs> yeah, yeah. for doing those crimes, you know? And um, just try to change my life for the good. That's awesome. No, I, I, remember, I remember watching you train at the lab, and you had your little baby with you, and you were in the corner, uh, and I was like, dude, and you were giving it to Ben Henderson. You guys were brawling in there. Uh, but I was like, this dude's serious. You could just tell, just a different kind of athlete. So, yeah, man, uh, Benson. Uh, you know, ever since I was an amateur, I've been training with him, and you know, he kind of he took me under his wing and you know, try to show me all the right steps to be a champion. And you know, I try, try to you know just follow those steps. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. So now you're with uh, Cejudo and those guys. Um, I'm kind of just like right now, just doing my own little thing, you know. Um. I'm just trying. I'm. I'm really right now just trying to find uh, find myself. And you know, um, when money comes involved in this sport, dude, people start to change. And you know, and you know, I, I try not to associate with those people. So um, so you're. I mean, but you're at a gym. Like, are you are you at the lab or are you, are you going back to the lab? Uh, right now, I can just say I'm at CJ MMA. Yeah. So, and, and my garage. <laughs> That, that's awesome man now all right let's talk about the fights this weekend so Poirier versus Hooker who do you like in this fight um I got Poirier I think Poirier is going to be able to put it on he's you know he's been uh, at the top of this game for a long time and uh you know I know Hooker's a up-and-comer and but I just don't see him getting it done this fight now um my question is this so yes I think Poirier is going to win too but Dan Hooker knocked out Gilbert Burns. Uh, he's, he's put people to sleep. This guy's got ridiculous power. And Poirier has been put to sleep by Connor and Michael Johnson, two of the hardest hitters out there. Uh, but he's been rocked before. He's been rocked a lot. Eddie Alvarez kind of rocked him. Uh, Gaethje rocked him, even though he won. Do you think that if it goes less than one round, Hooker might win over one round Poirier? Um, possibility. But I, I just don't I just don't see him getting it done. I think um if if Poirier come out there and mix it up with kicks, I, I know if, if he go out there and do the same game plan as Barbosa, it's gonna be a long night for Hooker. Oh dude, I was at that Barbosa fight. Yeah. Um and Dana White was like mad that they didn't stop that fight because Hooker was getting dem people don't remember how Hooker was getting fucked up in that one. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, was, I was on that fight card, and I was like, I was covering my eyes, like, "Fuck, dude, he's getting." <laughs> oh yeah, that was the Bobby Green fight, right? Yeah. Yeah. How much shit was Bobby Green talking to you in that fight? Oh, so much shit! Like he took me down. He's like, "You little bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Were you taking any of it personal or no? 
No, I was laughing. When he said that, I was just laughing in my head. I was like, he's funny. <laughs> I seen him over the weekend, dude. He, he, he doesn't like me. Really? No, I was like, what up, Bobby? He's like. Oh, come right, well. on. Come on. You guys both made money. You had a great fight. It was close. You got the win. Well, what, what does he want from you? Maybe a rematch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll right, take so, it. So Mike Perry versus Mickey Gall. Oh, fuck. Mike Perry's so funny, dude. I, I hate, I hate Ben against him, dude. He just, he's so funny. Um, I, th I think he's going to do it. He's just wild. Now, now, wild. now you being, you being half black, Shang being fully black, do you, is he allowed to say the <laughs> N-word? Because he says he's 2% black, so he can say the N-word. Uh, no, no, I, don't, I don't think so. No, he can't say the, the N-word. <laughs> Shang, he doesn't have permission? No, I have no permission. <laughs> <laughs> He needs to call me first when that shit go down. But I ain't going to talk shit to him. Because if I was younger, yeah, but the older me's like, nah, fuck that. Because he's a wild boy. I met him. He's buck wild. He's you met like, Mike Perry? Yeah, he's a nutty buddy. Yeah. He's a nutty buddy. Like, now, I now mean, are, there, are there any white guys that are allowed to say the N-word? Takashi69. Well, Takashi's Mexican. So can I say the N-word? No. 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 <laughs> I'm Mexican, too. You no, you're not. Why do you want to? That's the thing I want to ask. Why the fuck would people want to? Like, because he wants his class. It's my right. It's reverse racism if I can't call you nigger. No, it's not. You know right. what? And if I was a fighter, I would be like, hey, man, you know what? You can say it. You can also pick your asshole up. <laughs> I drag you through the dirt and choke you the fuck out. But, I, like, even when I see, like, when I saw him, he's like, He's he's hood. He's real hood, right? Yeah. But in this fight, I don't think that's gonna help him. You didn't make you didn't make you go away. Perry, Perry, Perry been Perry been mopped. He's been mollywopped by a couple dudes. He's about to be again. I think his legs are gonna get taken out from under him. Are you so, gonna do is, yeah. All you gotta do is focus he's kicks on his legs. The shit out of him. Push kicks. That's it. He can't handle that. He don't like Bro. push kicks. He don't like getting kicked in the leg. He don't. Well, striking-wise, you got to give advantage to Perry, but grappling, Gall. So, uh, Drakkar, who do you, you think is going to win? Um, I like Perry, but like, like you guys said, Gall, uh, I think uh, Gall is going to win it. I think uh, he's going to go in there and uh, probably choke him out, wear him down, and choke him out. Right. Wean Doug, Wean Doug, who do you like? Well, Mike Perry has his new, like, 18-year-old Latin girlfriend, so I think he has those, like, those Latin juices flowing through him now. So I think he's going to take this one, honestly. <laughs> That's your analysis? Well, yeah. he's, getting, he's, getting, he's getting Latin and, juice. And, and Shane, Shane, remember, this is the guy that wants to say the N-word, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want to say the N-word. That's true. That's true. So wait, how dare you? So no, but that's I, no, the thing. I, I, I mean, like, he has an 18-year-old girl that he – his girlfriend, he's now his full trainer. That's his training. That's his corner as an 18-year-old. This sounds like the beginning of Johnny Hendricks' career, which is <laughs> not successful. I mean, damn. That's crazy. I see Mickey Goggle for a double leg faster than Brock Lesnar on Frank Mir. What's up, people? There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. Sports are slowly making its way back with the UFC, NASCAR, and soccer leading the way. BetOnline has all the best odds and lines for the upcoming matches this weekend. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening every day live for you to check out. 
Looking for something else other than sports? Huh, we got you. BetOnline has hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and all the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device and join now to receive your new welcome bonus and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Yeah, it's true. By the way, Dracar, so you said uh, recently there was a fight last week. We had Max Rochold on the show. I'm a big Max Rochold fan. I think he's going to come back. He, he had five UFC fights. He was in there. He was in over his head. He wanted out. Okay, he was like, I quit. I'm done. I'm done. Now, the corner was like trying to – You talking about the guy this weekend? Yeah, yeah. The corner, okay. Drysdale. Drysdale was saying, no, you got to keep going, keep going. People were like mad at the corner. I, I could see both sides. But I could also see it as a coach. Because as, as a coach, as a coach, you never want to see your kid quit in there. And you know that once he quits, he's going to be labeled a quitter. And you, and you also kind of know that there is a way that you could inspire a kid to come back and win, even when he doesn't. So I could see that side. The other side is, you're going to get the fucking kid killed. He wants out, let him out. Drakar. Man, I'm, I'm with uh, Drysdale, man. I would have him in my corner any day, you know, he, he's there, he was trying to pump him up, you know, um, you know, I, I'm kind of disappointed in that kid because he took someone else's opportunity that wouldn't give up like that. You know, it's, it's, he, he quit. Um, you know, I'll die in there, dude. Like he just doesn't have that warrior mentality. Like a, a lot of us do. And, um, if, if you're going to go out, just go out there and just let them tap you out. You know what I mean? Like, your shield that's what yeah. go out on your shield but i think that if, if, if you're torn between protecting the fighter and letting the fighter and he knows or you know letting him go out there and get like his his eyeball fucking blasted out i mean you can't really say that if you're the fighter and you're going through the shit you're like i know that i'm not i can't finish it it doesn't mean i'm not don't have warrior spirit it just means this dude got my number right now i mean yeah, I just like like, uh, yeah. like that Tiago's when he fought John Jones, he tore his what? Ace, he tore his whole knee and he continued to fight. He didn't he didn't look for a way out. Yeah, I I think also a lot of it was Matt. Look, Max has some emotional problems. I think he his father was like beating his mom and threw out of a window or something. He had some really fucked up trauma going on uh, before and in, in his life, and he overcame it. He was also a champion wrestler. I think he was a state four time state champ, great jiu jitsu. He was five and zero. Oh, before the guys he beat had, lose, had losing records. He beat one kid over 500. He's used to being the hammer. He's not used to being the nail. Now, when he was the nail, he quit. At the same time, I'm still with you, Drakkar. Like, if he wanted to quit, he could have shot a double, fucking put his neck out, and then kind of tapped that way. And maybe yeah. it would have looked a little better than him saying, but at the same time, like, uh, man, I, I I I hear you. I hear both of you. I hear both sides. That's so what do you what do you guys think about him getting a guaranteed next shot? She's get he's getting a second chance in the UFC. Dana's already said it, and he agreed. I'll fight him. I'll fight him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I want him to quit faster. He'll tap out on the way to the car. Don't be a dick right now. Jacar's <laughs> <laughs> like, look, I, hey, fuck it, okay, let's go. <laughs> I'll but be you, in the locker room going, you don't want it. Take your 10 and go home. Do you think that's one of those things, Ricardo, where you can't teach heart? Man, you can't. You can't. You know, um, it just sucks because there's so many other fighters that would have loved to have been in that situation that wouldn't have gave up like that. They would have went out on the shield and, and 
you know, I just it just sucks. It just sucks. Yeah, it was it was it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. But I, I just I just hate how they they're everyone's attacking the coach, man. The coach he was just trying to motivate them. Like I would yeah. love a coach to you know try to give me that pep talk. to shoot some fire under you to make you keep going. But you know, end of the day, that's one of the main things they were talking about. The whole fights was the fact that he was, and of course he's gonna be labeled a quitter. Of course. But his you coach know. knows him the best though too. That's the thing people don't understand is that the coach knows the fighter. So a lot of times the coach also, it's not he's just like saying go in there, he just met him that fucking day. Like, like he knows what the guy's capable of. Yep. So the, the funny thing to me in the whole thing, and I don't know if anybody knows this, Robert Drysdale had three shots in the UFC and he got popped for all three of them, two pre-fight and one post-fight. The only fight he had was now overturned. I think it's funny. I just like. Well, like, you know what though? When it came to steroids, he didn't quit. Okay. He was, <laughs> fucking Drysdale was. You gotta stay in here. This is the UFC. No, you gotta stay in here and get the heart and not the steroids. Dude, that's the Brazilian mentality, though, man. If you're not fucking cheating, Drysdale's like American, though. Doesn't matter. He he's been enough Brazilians. If if, if you don't, he's, he's so American. He can say the N word. I really think that Brazil. Yeah. Okay. I really think that Brazilians don't look at steroids the same way Americans do. They look at it as like you're not trying hard enough. If you're not taking steroids, I, because I, you can get them in the fuck in any drugstore, like it's like it's like Mexico. You go to Mexico, any drug is legal. Like at C at the CVS, like anything. Yeah. So I don't know. All right. So, Romero, so Romero to me, like even though he looks like a mutant, he's um, one of those people. I go, come on, man. You yeah, but he like got busted, but then it got overturned. He like, by the way, Romero's fighting. Uh, uh, what's his name next? Um. The guy who apologized oh. all the time. Uh, you know what I'm talking The guy who ultimate right, fighter. This. The guy who um, Castle and beat in the finals of the ultimate fight. Uriah Hall. Uriah Hall, yeah. Oof. Well, they That's were supposed to already, and it got. Uh, it's an interesting fight, right? Oh, that was Jacare. Never mind. That's a weird fight. Yeah, Uriah's going to get tossed on his head. Will he, though? No, I, I don't think no. so. Uriah <laughs> against Romero? I haven't seen Romero wrestle in a while. Yeah, that's I, what we're waiting for. Yeah, no, I don't think he's gonna get tossed on his head. And on the feet, though, uh, you can say whatever. Even though Uriah's apologized, like, "Hey, I'm sorry, I kicked your your brain out your ear." He still, I still, I think he's still gonna give him problems. I what's really crazy about him, though, is like he's one of those guys that like he he like you have to beat him up to the point where he's about to lose. Then he gets mad and wins, right? He's just like. <laughs> MO now is to come back in the third and just with a flying knee and knock the guy out. But Romero's like a slow starter. So it's gonna be a weird matchup. Is right? it gonna be like Adesanya Romero all over again? Except I kinda do think it's gonna be that way. Um it, right, no, so, it was a, no. So Maurice Green, uh he's the guy on Ultimate Fighter, the huge black guy that was drinking the whole time and knitting. <laughs> he's the crochet king. Yeah. He's like he's got like an alcohol. He's fighting Gian Volante. Uh, Gian Vellante was a guy who went to Hofstra. I probably heavyweight, right? Gotta be heavyweight, Murray Screen. It's heavyweight. Yeah, heavyweight. Okay. Um, who, who, who do we like in that fight? Dracar. Uh, I'm gonna take that green dude. I don't think the uh, what's his name? Javante, whatever his name is. Yeah. When's the last time he's won? It's been, it's been a while. It's been a minute. Hey, I'm going with the other guy. <laughs> he said I'm going to go with the other guy for sure. Well, plus, Volante used to fight at 205 as well. He's going up to heavyweight. And Maurice Green is a giant, giant man. Yeah. Quick, like, 
thing. Anik one night was talking about how he was the crochet king while he was fighting. And he said the word, he's a master knitter, K-N-I-T-T-E-R. And I swear to God, he said the N-word. And all, right, let's, all right, let's stop the N-word from this podcast, guys. This is becoming, <laughs> this is becoming an N-word, too-friendly podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no more no more N-word. Okay, it was, uh, fucking, it was about Mike Perry. Is he allowed to say it? That was it. Now it's not every fucking fighter <laughs> has an N-word. Mike Perry's not allowed to say anything. Yeah, all right, it, so. yeah exactly. No, but uh, you say with Green, the reason I say Green, Green does, even though he's kind of, sometimes he look like he can't, it, another person can't take kicks to the leg. But yeah. I'm telling you right, he can't. But he does move forward. The motherfucker moves forward, and he's a gigantor. And yeah, he's got a nice plug. He, he, he cuts you off. He cuts you well, off. Vellante is one of those guys where every time I think he's going to win, he loses, and vice versa. He's just like. But he's going to take a shit kicking on the way there because he always takes a beating first. All right. A fight that I, I can't wait to watch. Uh, two guys in your weight class, comma worthy against Luis Pena, violent Bob Ross. Uh, I want to fight that Bob Ross or whatever, whatever his name is. I want to fight him. He was talking shit to me one time. Well, what happened? I don't know. He was um, because uh, Deron Wynn, he used to train out at AKA and uh, Courtney is, um, oh, I guess we're real cool with Deron and she was talking to him and uh, Pena was just talking shit in the background about me. Really? So, yeah. Why would he do that? Then he got to get it then. He's going yeah, to he get gotta it. Get it. He got to get it. <laughs> Wow. I mean, no, there's certain points where it's like, okay, get hit. he's a good fighter, though, man. I mean, he's like a, first of all, he's, he's like six foot three, 155 pounds. I mean, that's crazy. Six three, 155? That is crazy. That's, that's, that's amazing, though. I know, but he's good. He's, 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 he's eight and two. Another guy, but this guy, Kama Worthy, can hit hard. He's another guy that like explodes. Um, that, it's going to be a good fight. I think if, uh, that should be a good fight. And then uh, who else is this? Uh, they a lot of the girls' fights that are really good. They're stealing chicks from Invicta left and right. Well, that's what I was going to say. So Jin Hugh Frey, who is a girl who's like a rocket scientist, half Korean hottie with like a six-pack. She's fighting my friend Kay Hansen, who's like this girl who was got a, she, she's, uh, she was, played softball, got a scholarship to Harvard for softball, didn't go, ended up as a huge Trump supporter, and uh, but she's dating a Mexican dude, um, and they're fighting. Uh, it should be a good fight. They just took him and they put him on the card. Um, and come up ten pounds. Yeah. Uh, what are Shang? What was you saying? I was gonna say, well, good luck, K. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! You, just because someone's a Trumper does not mean they're a bad person. Okay, uh, Cody. Let's just say Cody. <laughs> me, 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 Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. Yeah. Kobe's not a, Kobe's not a bad person. Yeah, Kobe's not a bad person, but he says a bunch of fucked up shit. And Usman closed his mouth. And it say he didn't. At the end of the fight, it was a close fight, and Usman said, fuck that. Start pick, kicking into a next gear and start peppering him to fuck up. It was a great, it was, I, I, went, I was at that fight. It was one of the best fights I've ever been to. What do you it was a good about fight, that? but I'm saying at the end of it, no, it, it was a good fight. But people, I, the thing that pisses me off is not giving Usman that fucking, that last ditch, he started peppering the fuck out of me. You got to give him more props. Than of course, Kobe. he won the fight. He won the fight. Oh. He, yeah. Uh, Drakkar, are you a Colby Covington fan? Oh, no, not really. See? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> See? No, you kept it real. Really. 
I mean, isn't there a point where the fighting and the, and the, and the person, when they start saying some dumb shit, you go, no, you need your ass beat. Yeah, when you when you start talking crazy and it's like, nah, dude, you gotta you gotta lose, you gotta get beat up. So every time I see him fight, I want him to lose. So I I, I understand that. Now, who do you think is gonna win, um, Gilbert Burns or uh, Usman? I oh, think Gilbert Burns is gonna win, dude. He's been active. Uh, um, I don't know what Usman's been doing in his off time, but you know, Gilbert's been fighting. I'm telling you, they train at the same gym, so that's. I, would, and I think that's I a who, big. That's a big. I think benefit towards Burns. I mean, Burns wouldn't have called him out if they weren't if they didn't train together, right? Yeah, he knows something. He might be. He might beat him up in practice all the time. Yeah, yeah, and he might know how to win. I'm telling yep. you, that's a that's a good bet. I, I might have to put money on Burns based on Tricaro. Are you serious? What are the odds? Let me go check the odds. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Y'all both, but hey, look. All right, I'm going to just say this, man. Uh, I respect your fighting. <laughs> you got a good name, too. Your name alone, I could be like, yo, I'm going to see this dude drag. This dude just drag. This and like, but I'm telling you right now, who's mom's going to fucking wrestle his leg off? Dude, his jujitsu is next level. I hate uh, jiu but I'm telling you, Usman, his pressure, the way he wrestles, man, I'm telling you, man. The other guy won five fights in a row. He's on a five-fight winning streak, Burns. He's really active, like you said. He, they train together, so he yeah. knows how to beat him. I don't know, man. He also got the same manager who's going to be making bank that night. Ali, yeah, that dude. Yeah, but see, but that's not what, what I'm saying is. I, I got Burns. It's uh, You got Burns? R wow. I think I got Burns can pull it off. And I'm an Usman fan. I'm a fan of both. But you're asking me to pick one. I've thought Burns for a while now. I think he's a secret, uh, not a secret, but like a silent killer on his way. Wean Dog? I have Burns. And he's also a plus 155 underdog. So, you know, my, my betting days are long gone, but I might have to uh, come out of retirement for this one, boys. should retire that shirt. But I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but you, I think that you still got to give – Usman has been in the situations where, you know, it was close and he pulls it out. Other than Woodley. Other than Woodley. I think he beat Woodley um, from beginning to end. But um, I just think that Usman still has that, that other factor, that kick in. And that's what I haven't said. Gilbert he has not peaked yet. That's for sure. Now, now, uh, Dracar, So you and your your girl are both amazing fighters. Obviously, world class fighters. You guys train together? Uh, I try not to because she be trying to hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> really? Dude, she goes. She she goes a hundred. I'm like, fuck. Calm down. Till I have to hit you hard, and and then you gonna be crying. You know? <laughs> Yeah. She looked back to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> she looked back, he looked back. Yeah, I don't want to hit her hard. Whoa, weird. She was a college uh, soccer player, and she just has that, 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 that mean streak in her. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, um, I, I just wish she would have, you know, got the job done last weekend or over the weekend. You think that, that, girl, didn't, that girl didn't want to fight with her. Jillian, yeah, that was uh, – she had – I mean, she had a good game plan, though. You can't, you can't knock the, the game plan, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, not everyone's going to want to trade punches. Um, she, she got hit once, and she was like, fuck that, I'm shooting. <laughs> do you think maybe Courtney got too comfortable of submitting girls off her back? Yep. Yep. Yeah. She just, she's way too comfortable. It's like, when you're on your back for 
one round, like, fuck, you don't want to be there the second round. You got to you gotta try to get up and stand up and, you know, wear down a little bit. Make her tired from holding you. Dude, girls are stubborn, bro. Yeah. Okay, especially especially women like that, you can't tell them. They just got to they gotta learn. You know, yep. when, when a girl is that good of an athlete and that high class, you know, she's like, fuck it. I'm going to get the submission off my back. I know I'm going to do it. You know? And like, I think, and then she was just looking for it the whole time, and it's like, I'm just looking, like, looking at my clock, like, fuck, we've been on our back for 12 minutes. We've got to do something. got to do yeah. something. Yeah. Hey, man, it's a lesson. But listen, she's, she's right there. I mean, she fought, what, two times in a month? Yep. I mean, that's, that's incredible. And, uh, you know, look, I, I think she's going to win her next one. She's going to win after that. The, my favorite was when she fought Felice Herrick, and they both gave each other the middle finger. That oh, was, yeah. <laughs> that was the, one of the funniest. It was, like, two beautiful – Badasses just being like, fuck you. Like that was like my one of my favorite. Like, no, things. fuck you. <laughs> it was a it was a, a fuck you off. No, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was one of the funniest things. That, that was such an underrated moment. I think I was there for that actually. Uh, uh, you know what? I, I, I've been lucky enough with you know, lucky I, thank you, Adam. I always ask fighters when I get to talk to them on here, what's the one fight? Because I watched I, I watched all the one that I thought which is the Rage in the Cage, where you just came out and it was, you was like, no, it's a wrap. Like, it seemed like you had that attitude before you even started fighting. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Like, you kind of know, like, yo, he can't handle this shit. But what's the, what's the hardest fight you ever had where you were like, wow, this I'm going to really have to dig deep and go um, I would say that, I would say Bobby Green was probably the toughest opponent I fought. You know, he was hard to hit. He had real good movement and just, fuck, that third, I had to dig down deep and fucking like, hey, I got to go go take it to him if I want to win this fight. Right. Dude, Bobby Green, according to his training partners, is like the best guy in the gym. Like, he doesn't always turn up in fights, but he's one of those guys that everyone's like, dude, in the gym, if he fought the way in the octagon that he did in the gym, he'd be the champ. Yep. Um, you hear that about Mike Pyle, Bobby Green, certain guys, they just like, they just something happens to them in like those bright lights, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's hard, it's such a mental thing, it's such a mental sport. But no, that's what I, you know, what you said the bright lights. It was, it, I was watching a documentary with Floyd Mayweather. He said, There's a lot of people probably could have beat me, but you're not just fighting me, you're fighting a whole situation. Yeah, and, and so he would, uh, he would get in their head, like, Yo, I'm gonna adjust to you, and by the third round, I'm gonna start piecing you up. And I think that that's. Sometimes if you're in a gym and then you get there, it's a, that it, it hits you, that it's on. And I think some fighters, like you said, you know, drug, you said flat out, but, you know, some of us are warriors. We like, yo, give me that fucking shot. Give me that opportunity that you got. And there's other people that when they get there, they go, oh, shit, I'm actually here. And it, it shakes them. Yep. They freeze up. They don't know what to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Drakkar, so how proud is your family of you? Uh, they don't give a fuck about me. No, just playing. <laughs> no, they're hey, not. Man. <laughs> hey, man, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. No, no, they're proud of me, man. Like, we, we grew up poor as hell, man. Um, You know, I'm, I'm starting to make something of myself, and uh, no, they're all proud of me. So, uh, if it wasn't for them, they're the reason I fight, man, because, you know, I want to make enough money to where, I could buy my mom a house and she doesn't have to work anymore. And, you know, uh, my nieces and nephew helped them out through college and whatever they need. So that's my motivation. 
dude, you're top 20 in the world in the UFC. I mean, that's, that's amazing. That's it. <laughs> even though, dude, like, even though I just feel like a, a just a, a regular motherfucker, like I don't feel any different than some dude walking on the street, man. Well, you're tripping. You're tripping. Jakar, <laughs> Jakar, seriously, you're, you're in the UFC. You're in the upper echelon. You and I have had countless interactions together over the years. You've always been cool to the fans. You're a fucking hell of a good dude, a hell of a fighter, looking like a good family man. you got everything going for you, bro. Just keep your head in the game. We all know you're going to be a fucking champ. And I'll see you in AZ soon because I'm coming out to see my father-in-law. Definitely. Hell yeah. Well, where can people follow you? Uh, everyone can follow me at Jakar Close, Instagram, Twitter, Tinder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't look over his shoulder for that one, though. Yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden, you see him get choked out. Like, yeah, right. He's <laughs> like, I'll be in Soul Swipe. Uh, well, listen, yeah, right? thank you so much, man. And have a good, have a good week, brother. Hey, I appreciate it. Hey, thank you guys, man. All right, right, boys. Nothing but reset. That was Dracar Close. Nice guy, huh? Yeah. Great dude. I, I, I agree with what Adam said about, you know, where you can see somebody got that thing that they could be champ. And there's, like, a lot of fighters, you know who I, I used to like a lot, but I didn't see him as champ is uh, Mike Brown. Oh, when he beat yeah. uh, Faber? I just was like, I, I don't know. I, I, no, I don't. I well, don't no one did, dude. He just had, I mean, Mike Brown was a good fighter, but he was like a, Okay. He's a placeholder. But then all of a sudden, he just had Uriah Faber's number. Like, he just had Uriah Faber's number. Like, and and then, then Aldo killed him. Right. But back, but, but Mike Brown was a great fighter, but there are certain Brian guys. Holes. There are certain guys. And he, he's a guy from Maine. So I, I, was, I was in high school in Maine. Like, I got my Class A wrestling shirt. Uh, my, yeah, my, yeah, the soda. Yeah. My daughter, I, I'm not even wearing this shirt. My daughter, I take a shower. She goes in my drawers and makes, takes out clothes and makes me wear them. And I'm like, so I come out of the shower. She's like, this is your outfit. And I was like, I don't want to wear this. And it starts crying. So now I have to and wear you it. you have to wear it. Yeah, and you have to wear it. from 30 years ago. I'm like, all right, I'll wear it. But uh, well, well, who like, dresses you better, the wife or the kid? Oh, my kid. But for example, like, like. That's fucked up. <laughs> but like on no list, right? Uh, on no list will Dennis Hallman be considered a better fighter of all time than, than uh, Matt oh. Hughes, right? Matt Hughes will probably be in the top five, top ten. Holmes no, will probably be, be no. in the top. Matt Hughes, yeah. He would top no top ten, not top not, not top five. I think he would make some top five lists. Uh, Are you he, serious? Some top five lists. He was a very very dominant champion for he was a, a while. dominant champion, man. But I, you got the top. I, my, they're already the top five, like GSP and Silva. You like people would kill me where they were like, well, Anderson Silva. You're fighting an older Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva had a fucking run. Okay, all right, let's say, okay, let's say, all right, okay, for argument's sake, okay, we'll, we'll get to that in a second, right? The, the, my point was that Dennis Hallman beat Matt Hughes like four times. He just, he did. like, three or four times. He just had Matt Hughes' number all in, like, a minute or less. Like, every time was, like, one minute or less because he just had that guy's number. And didn't Frank Trigg beat Dennis like, Hallman? Like, Mike Brown just had Uriah Faber's number. Like, he wasn't a better fighter than Uriah Faber. He, but he, he was always better that night, but he just ha had that thing that could take Uriah Faber down. You know what I'm trying to say? So, right. But where Matt Hughes will 
enter lists. Okay, first of all, you got you to gotta wonder, is John Jones making that list because of the steroid use, right? No, he should be on And then you could say Anderson Silva was popping steroids too. Um, so is he on that list? No, right. you know what? That was after after it was after he was injured, and he right. Was, I maybe we're gonna say yeah, but then we're gonna say like, well, did he? Well, I mean, John Jones didn't pop for some of the ones that he won that he would have. He got popped. No, he got popped twice. I know, but so did Silva got popped also. So what? Maybe you're gonna say, well, did Silva use those steroids and didn't get caught for the ones that he won? Are we gonna like play that game? We gonna play that game? Yeah, we play that game. But so if, we're play, if we're gonna play that game, then they're both off the list. Okay, fine. You're going to tell me Tim Sylvia was a top 10 UFC champion? No. What are we talking about, Tim Sylvia? How did that fucking come out? How did Tim Sylvia? <laughs> you're talking about guys that were, like, big-time champions or beat big-time champions that, like, will never get the recognition. You're no, talking we're about talking about whether or not Matt Hughes is the top five fighter of all time. Yeah, or, like, GSP. I know. Okay, so we got GSP. Like, okay, so we're going to put GSP. We're going to put Fedor on that list, right? GSP, Fedor. Then... Anderson. Anderson Silva. We're gonna put Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse to me should be Mighty Mouse, right? So those three. Absolutely. But then you get the questions of the Randy Couture and Chuck Liddell Tito Ortiz triangle situation. Right, and then but I'm gonna put Matt Hughes in that discussion as well because he was more dominant than all three of those guys. He was more dominant. He was more dominant in his weight class than all three of those guys. But okay, but if you put Chuck Liddell, if you put Tito Ortiz, you got to put Tito Ortiz up in, in the top ten too because Tito Ortiz had a killer run. We're talking about top five. Yeah. We're talking about top five. So are, if if we are excuse if we are getting rid of John Jones and we're getting rid of Anderson Silva on steroid use, right? Okay. We're not getting rid of Anderson Silva. All right, so oh, then we're not. Anderson so then, GSP Hoist Fedor. I'm at four. Amanda Nunes. Wait, we're putting Hoist there. Amanda Nunes. Hoist score. Why are we putting we got Hoist? That was before anybody knew how to fight. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. That's how we learned how to fight. Maybe, but like, okay. But he also did fucking steroids. He got paparoids too, Hoist Gracie. The whole goddamn family did. There's like 900 of them. All right, them. so oh. I'm just saying, Matt oh, Hughes is... Nunes. Look, Matt Hughes is definitely out. on some people's top five list. Is he on mine? Probably not. He's but a nine-time world champion and like three-time all of Famer. Yeah, yeah one of the greatest. Is he so, the greatest welterweight? No, he's not the greatest welterweight of all time. Who well, is? Who's the greatest welterweight to you? GSP. Okay, there you go. This is a good man. You know what? Uh, yeah, and who beat and who beat GSP? Oh. Who beat GSP? Matt Hughes. Once, but he lost twice. All right, but he still beat him once. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Adam's like, yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. What am I? But what Matt are you? Sarah, but Matt Sarah knocked out GSP and then got shellacked. Yeah, but come because you know what? GSP, GSP, that you can't really say because when he came back, Matt Sarah got mocked. I know. I mean, he shellacked him in the second fight. He I so, I mean, so where, where are we putting Matt Hamill? Because he beat John Jones. He beat John Jones. He's the greatest of all time. Actually, if you're looking for the greatest of all time, it's John Dobson. Oh, yeah, I know. He beat everybody. If you do he beat Matt. everybody. Okay. No. Uh, no, would you? Okay, so you got in your top five. If we said top five right now. I have a Mount Rushmore right now with four people on it. Who? You already got Anderson, Anderson, Hoyce, and Fedor. Wow. Anderson Hoyt. That's a Mount Rushmore, but like it's always, you know, up for negotiation. And how far into MMA are you going? Because you said DJ, but 125 is only the last, what, like five, six years, maybe a little bit longer. 
So it, it kind of depends on like where you're- Yeah, but you know, no, you know why? You gotta look at Mighty Mouse was making really good fighters look like, what the fuck are you doing in here? Yeah, yeah he's true, but, but, he also had, yeah, but he also had less competition. But and yeah, in the right. WEC, I barely even knew who he was. I walked by him at, at a gym and was like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is, he looks familiar. It was only when the 125 was created and then moved over that he really solidified. Well, if you don't recognize him, then he's obviously no. out of the top five. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? You want to <laughs> why, why, why no, are I'm you talking, I'm talking about 10 <laughs> years ago. I'm talking about 10 years ago when he was yeah, still- 10 years ago, fucking McGregor was a plumber. What, what, what are we doing? Fuck, it's about 10 years ago. McGregor's not on my Rushmore. I haven't fucking said that. He's on your ball sack tattoos. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> fucking, this guy has six McGregor tattoos, Shang. Shane uh, knows who I am. I know. Why are you? Shane <laughs> and I spent no, time on no, no. like okay. two hours chatting in a night. We already know. I, it, but this is the truth. Now, your Rushmore is, is – I give you props for your Rushmore. But it kills me that the UFC and even MMA in general tries to act like Mighty Mouse didn't do fucking amazing shit. I even, I've never seen a, a fucking – Flying arm they, bar. Dude, they traded him for Ben Askren. That was not a he wasn't flying even arm like, bar. He wasn't even fighting at the time. Ben Askren was like retired, and they traded him for Mighty Mouse. Yeah, it's like they don't give that, that move was so crazy that the WWE video games aren't even putting him in. Well, what's crazy is that Askren went like one and two in the UFC, one and that three. And, and also, they still think it was a good trade. They're <laughs> 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 still like, to me. It, 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 he he was one of the best. When I would watch his fights, he was one of the best. I still think the fight, the last fight where they said, oh, he lost, I still thought he kind of won that one. Against Cejudo? Cejudo yeah. fight? Cejudo. I, I, was that, that. I was at that fight. He lost. I mean, look, it depends how you look at it. If you do, if you go by the old boxing adage of you got to beat the champ, he lost, right? If you go at, like, who won more rounds, Cejudo barely won more rounds. Barely. Barely. It was so close. And if you look at fighters, and look at the fighters like your Rushmore, my Rushmore definitely would definitely have GSP, without question. Because GSP, to me, not only is a fighter, but the way he, he carried the sport yeah. and how he carried himself, I, I, that's the kind of fighter where I was like, okay, I, I want to see him. Yeah, but where do you put Prime? Be, Prime Vitor Belfort is the best fighter of all time. Like, TRT, Vitor Belfort, when he was on, like, 35 to 1 TRT ratio and was like doing like triple fucking back skip. I mean, he kept yeah, out. No, he had, no, him you can't use because he had horse fools. Dude, he, he kicked so he he <laughs> Bisbing's eye out of his head. I know, like, but he's fucking, he had horse fools. He had I love Bisbing, but I, I, I saw his eye. It was a shooting star. Like last week, his eye was flying down the <laughs> I was still fucking flying. It's also like, where do you put lightweight BJ Penn that went up and destroyed Matt Hughes, too? Yeah. And got murdered by GSP twice. I mean, it, it sucks. BJ's one of my favorite fighters of all fucking time. Yeah, he's definitely, but B, B, BJ... Here's the, here's the whole problem with the argument, right? Yeah, you have to go, stop. like, do you go by, like, their career or do you go by their prime? Because, like, let's say, okay. I, like, a prime Mike Tyson, right? When he knocked out Michael Spinks... Go. That, 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 for that, like, one year that Mike Tyson was on a warpath, I think would have beaten anybody. Including Ali for that one. No, I disagree. He would one year. That one year. No, no, that's not true. Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis had his number. Lennox Lewis. Lennox, Lennox Lewis, Lewis said, "I'm gonna to, uh, Lennox Lewis got knocked off by Hasim Rockman. I But that's what I'm saying. You said Mike Tyson. Every time when they fought, he said, "I I was in his hotel room talking to him beforehand." He said he doesn't know how to deal with somebody with a long, stiff jab. And I'm and he's I've never heard nobody Wait, say Tyson that. Tyson told you that. Uh, Lennox Lewis. 
what, what were you doing with Lance Lewis? Uh, what do you this is like a fucking. No, no, not story. like that. He has some girls up there, and I uh, know. Not, uh, there's been rumors about one. No, I wanted to be every time somebody bring up Muhammad Ali, somebody got to jump in. And why are you yeah, always no. in hotel rooms with people? Fucking you and Mike Perry were in a hotel room. Okay, you no, were in a no, no, no. What fucking what hotel is this? Chris Delia was next door. No, he said he. I've never heard somebody say, "I'm gonna tree trunk this motherfucker." would just jab to the grill. And yeah, that's but that was after Mike Tyson had been to jail and got tattoos on his face. You can't say that. I mean, Mike Tyson, that year, he fought, he did fight some tomato cans, too. Don't act like Tyson. I'm, I'm talking about like when he knocked out Michael Spinks in 30 seconds, who was Spinks retired. He was a, a gold medalist. He was yeah. an undefeated cruiserweight or uh, whatever, light heavyweight. He came right. up and Tyson, that, and that was it. But I'm saying, in that six months, Tyson seemed like he was unbeatable. Now, over the course of his career, no, he's not in the greatest of all time. So how do you go by greatest of all time? Be like, do you go by like a prime Chuck Liddell that was beating everyone for two years? Or do you go by like the Chuck Liddell that got knocked out by Rich Franklin later on in life? So it's, it's a lot of like- it's it's a, okay. if, you go, if you go by that, if you look at their run, their championship run and also their defenses, if you look at it from that standpoint, it would be Mighty Mouse, um, honestly, you, you still got to give it to Silva, even though you say steroids. But Silva was fighting top fighters, Rich Franklin. I mean, it wasn't like he was, like, ducking nobody. And he was fucking housing them. Yep. Even though he he Chael Sonnen took him to the precipice, Chael Sonnen took him there, he still beat him. Yes, yeah. and Silva didn't pop until oh, after he lost the belt. Uh, yeah, but then, but then you'd be able to lost the belt before he popped for Royds. Yeah, but then, of course, he, he popped with Usada, right? Usada popped him. That, exactly. So, okay, so all his wins were pre-USADA, his big wins. But we don't, they were still testing. I mean, it uh, wasn't uh, In Brazil? Fucking testing? Yeah, they were testing. They were testing. They were still You testing. fail a test they in Brazil, still, they give you a car. Under their qualifications, <laughs> they were still testing. You win a car. Like people, they, people's you urine was on fire. They were like fucking steaming urine, and they were like, yep, looks good to me. I mean, come on, dude. Give me a well, break. Yeah, Cheetah was ready to drink it. We got Cheetah it. was drinking his own fucking urine, and that doesn't tell you that these guys were fucking, I mean, he wanted the steroids bomb. back into his fucking- It motherfucker. When I try to look at, like, something like that, like, um, you walked up to somebody, and they said, I'm into MMA, and you're like, you know, who's your favorite fighter? And they said, you know, Chuck Liddell, I like that guy. What, what do you like most about it? Oh, you know, he knocked out this guy. He did this. He was the champ. He was, it's the people that know that are in the like, like this, that know it's subjective, that know how to talk about it, that are just like, you're fucking wrong because this guy sucks and this guy sucks. But there really is no criteria. There's no definitive criteria. Record. Wrong. You got to go record. You got to go championship defenses, how impressive you were in those championship defenses. And it's not just marketing because to me, Conor McGregor's more, he's more, he's, he's a great fighter, but he's more marketing. No. Well, he's he's not not absolutely. He knocked out Aldo in eight seconds. I mean, okay, but that, okay, that was, that could have happened. That, I don't know about that. He knocked out Poirier, Aldo, and Eddie Alvarez. Like, those are top fighters, but I'm telling you, and okay, why isn't Habib marketed? Where you everybody should talk about him every single time because he's he's literally mauled motherfuckers. Do you want to know why? Honestly, why his management's not helping him? Like, really? People dog Ali's clients 
because they look at Ali and all the stuff that goes on on Twitter and what people say about him and the Connors and the Danas and anybody who they'll let, you know, speak. Ali, as a manager, he's got everybody. You know this. But he's not helping. He's running their Twitters for them. He doesn't – I don't think he knows how to market them, and I don't – I think he gets frustrated. In, he's also in a lot less marketable than Conor McGregor. I mean, you look at a guy – The should have been making – Also, Conor has, like, sex appeal. He's a party guy. He's, like – He's got women. He's got this. He's a rock. I mean, there's a billion people in Russia. He's a, he's a rock. He's a rock star. No, like, no. Habib no. is like a. Talk about a uh, fighter. Habib is like he's a no nonsense. He also doesn't. He also doesn't beat guys where McGregor does. I mean, he he mauls you, but that's not as appealing. But to you're a gonna guy. tell me also Nate Diaz is only worth ten and ten. What? You're gonna tell me only Nate Diaz even is only worth ten and ten? He's not getting ten and ten. They were fucking screwing him left and right as much as they could. And then the Diaz was not getting 10 and 10, dude. He was getting, do you think he was getting 10 and 10? When? At one point, he was getting 10 and what, 10. In, 19, in, 84, in 1984? <laughs> the fuck are you, what are you talking about? Bro, I'm talking exactly fucking what I know. They he, were screwing him all money. Yeah, yeah. He was underpaid, but he was getting 10 well, and I'm 10. I'm saying all these guys should be paid. Cobbium should be worth a hell of a lot more fucking money being the top. That's not even the fucking argument. We're talking about why McGregor <laughs> is more marketed than Habib. And now okay, all of a sudden, Nate Pierce. Hold on, but Habib. No, no, I understand what you're saying. But Habib, if you look at, like, if I looked at a fighter, this is the dude, the motherfucker fight bears. Market that. I, I understand that. But you also have to understand McGregor is the best shit talker in MMA. He's also oh, no no no. Oh, talking about right now. He Okay, right I now, thought you said overall. But Chael Sonnen was the best shit talker. I know, but he for his time, McGregor his was, time, right. he was also knocking people out left and right. And and he was also uh he he was also a very marketable guy because he had the whole of Ireland behind him. He was and he's he, he, has, he has Russia behind him. Yeah, but at the it, same okay, time, Adam, I have a, I have a question along parallel lines. If Chael had the finishing ability and had continued down the road of winning the title and defending it, do you think he would have done it as well as Conor McGregor is doing right now? Well, it's like my dad said, if my fucking, my aunt had a cock, she'd be my uncle. Uh, like, what's the <laughs> Or just a transsexual, I mean. Well, no, I mean, you can't even say that anymore because LGBT, now she'll be my aunt. People. So, so anyway. Uh, okay, Chael yeah. Sonnen was the best shit talker. Ever. I see what you're saying. The, Conor has swag. Like, you know, it's... It's the, he has a lot of swag, but I'm saying Habib is just that motherfucker, man. And I just feel like he should be in the conversation, too, because he did run through a bunch of people undefeated. And I mean, good fighter. It wasn't like he was fighting some scrubs. He fought some good fighters and just took them down and fucking, where's my shot? Where's my shot at? Tell them to give me my shot. Who does yeah, that? You know what I think would be cool? And I, I really want you to visualize this because I think you'll appreciate it the way I am. Khabib is the type of fighter that I would have loved to have seen at UFC 1. Oh, he would have dominated everyone. He would have tossed him on their fucking head. They, he could have came in at 190 pounds and dropped Tila Tui on his dome without question. I mean, Khabib is the type of dude that would have fucking just mauled. Hey, he would have won there in, any, in any era. He would do that. Anyway, listen, guys, we've got to wrap it up. This has been an awesome podcast. Shang, where can people find you? Yo, you guys, make sure you go follow me at Comedian Shang. Also, go to my website, IamShang.com. I just put a new special up there. Nice. And CB, what about you? CB the Grenade, 
Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, TikTok, I think. I don't know. I think my wife's are on you, it. Are you, a, are, you a, are you in a trap house right now? What the fuck's I'm going on? I'm at my house right now. I just oh, okay. the background. Um, right. And uh, Graffiti Palace Tattoo, North Hollywood, California. We are open. We are following all COVID procedures. Come alone. Come get tattooed. We have three artists now. I fired the shitty one. And uh, you, go. you got three artists now? We got three artists now. Okay, because yeah, when I talk, okay. And then, uh, what do you, Ween Dog, about you? Follow me on social media at the Ween Dog and subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can just type in Ween Dog TV and it should pop up. And that's it, dude. Uh, thank you guys so much. I will be in Vegas uh, July 6th to the 13th and then at the Off the Hook Comedy Club in uh, Naples July 23rd to the 26th. You're going back out, huh? Going back out. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you, thank you. Adam, you're awesome. I'll see you guys soon. Take care, guys. Alright, man.